the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to another edition of The Ride Home with John and Kathy, live from the Salem-Pittsburgh studios. And now, here are your hosts, John Hall and Kathy Emmons. Hey, good afternoon. Good to be with you here. Tuesday edition of a holiday week. It already feels kind of like a holiday's underway. Happy that you're with us. It's kind of sunny and balmy. Not even kind of. It is sunny. It feels balmy, I would say. It's going to be, I think, 45 degrees right. on Thanksgiving. You know it's almost winter when you like get excited when it's 45. Listen. Considering where we've been. I think it's terrific. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't tell you before. Maybe okay. I mentioned a little bit. I'm composting. What? Yep. I'm oh. composting. And here's oh. the thing. So after talking to Doug Oster from Guarding with Doug yeah. uh, a month ago, I was like, why am I not doing You know, I just I kept saying I wanted to do it and then I didn't mm-hmm. do it. So anyway, I started doing it and I've purchased it, but it was on back order, like a little compost container. It just yes. kind of keeps this, you know, keeps the compost. Is it in, a cylinder? It is in a cylinder. I see those. My okay. neighbor has one. Oh, of those. yeah. Well, I bought, anyway, it's coming on Monday. Mm-hmm. So I am expecting it's going to be probably 15 degrees and blowing mm-hmm. when it arrives. It's okay. All you need is a shovel and just dump that stuff in there, right? Well, I mean, it it just it sits on the ground. Yeah. So it's just going to kind of keep the you know elements in contained. Do you have eggshells there? No, I don't have eggshells. I see my in neighbor there. has eggshells on his compost pile. I could do that, but I don't want to do that yet until I, I basically I just have a pile right right now. I don't have a container. So you know that you know. You're of a certain age when you get excited about having a compost. I right? I'm excited. I don't care I mean, how old I am. If you were twenty, you go. Like, what? I feel like no. Listen. Woo-hoo. There you go. Our there, fan loves it. Loves the compost pile, sir. Thank I you. I feel really good about it. I don't care what age I am. Mm. I. It's the right thing to do. I throw so much food away. And what will you do with the compost? Put it in my garden. Mm-hmm. Very nice. You're saving the earth. I am, and... One coffee ground at a time. We'll discuss this as the show unfolds, nice. but I've changed the arrival time for my Thanksgiving dinner. Uh, why have you, after yesterday's conversation? We'll talk about it later. Okay, good. Coming right. up in the 5 o'clock hour, we're going to mm-hmm. open up the phones, and we're going to hear from you. What's your favorite Thanksgiving side dish? What is that side dish that you find indispensable on your Thanksgiving table? That's good. That'll be open phones at... Uh, Five ten. Yeah, this afternoon. Top of the five o'clock hour. So we'll very much be looking forward to that, and I'll tell you more about my changes. <laughs> with bated breath, very nice. All uh-huh. right, all right. Uh, with that news in place, let's look at the larger picture of world and national news, as we always do. Calf, please, you present us the top four at four. For Tuesday, November twenty second, twenty twenty two, number one. The man suspected of opening fire at an LGBTQ nightclub in Colorado's second largest city over the weekend was previously arrested in a bomb threat incident last year, according to ABC News. 
Deputies responded to a report of a bomb threat back in June of 2021. A woman had called saying her son was threatening to cause harm to her with a homemade bomb, multiple weapons and ammunition, the sheriff's office said. Deputies were deployed at that time to the woman's home, found that the 21-year-old suspect was actually at another residence close by. They contacted him by telephone. He refused to comply, and so a tactical support unit was called in, and approximately 10 homes in the immediate surrounding area were evacuated, while an emergency notification was sent to cell phones of residents within a quarter-mile radius. And my question is, how in the world was he still able to have a weapon? to go in and shoot five people to death and wound 17 others on Saturday night. I read today that he had changed his name when he was 15 years old. I saw that too. How do you keep track of all this? I I mean, there's so many moving pieces to this. There's all these crazy people running around. I don't know. know, But that is real. I I mean, that is just tragic. I can't think of another word for it other than tragic. Number two. German prosecutors called today for a 97-year-old woman, John, who was the secretary to the SS commander of the Stutthof concentration camp to be convicted as accessory to murder and given a two-year suspended sentence. Hmm. Ermgard Fjörkner is, as I said, 97 and has been on trial for over a year in northern Germany. Um, prosecutors said in closing arguments that these proceedings are of outstanding historical significance. Um, she's accused of being part of the apparatus that helped the Stutthof camp function during World War II, that she aided and abetted those in charge of the camp. Um, guess what her position was there? Tell me. Stenographer. She was stenographer, but they said that uh, where she sat in her office, she would have been able to see large parts of the camp, including where the new prisoners arrived. She saw the smoke from the crematorium, and she should have known what was going on. Tens of thousands of people died at that camp. Justice delayed is not justice. That's that's right. Number three. In his final briefing as Joe Biden's chief medical advisor, Dr. Anthony Fauci, suggested today that immunity from vaccination and prior infection could provide enough protection to Americans so that we could have a nice holiday season. This was likely to be Fauci's last appearance in the White House press briefing room before he steps down. He said that countries like Singapore saw a wave of infection linked to the XBB strain. They had increasing cases, he said, but did not have a concomitant major increase in hospitalizations. Hmm. Anthony Fauci, the nation's preeminent infectious disease expert, has served John under how many presidents? Ten. Seven. According to CBS News, more than 50 years. And number four, marijuana might do more damage to smokers than cigarettes alone. A study published last week in the journal Radiology demonstrated higher rates of conditions including emphysema and airway inflammation among people who smoked marijuana than among non-smokers and people who just smoked cigarettes. And that's your top four at four. I thought according... John, to the like powers that be and the cultural commentators, that marijuana is basically like a health food. It's natural. Can't hurt you. Right. It's all natural. It's all, it's all good for you. Right. right. I mean, it's coming soon to the state, right? Our, yeah. our, our senator spouses that. Yeah, he, he thinks it's great for everybody. Right, yeah. Right? One-fifth of Canadians over 15 years old, John, reported using marijuana in the past three months. One-fifth. One-fifth. Uh, 18% of Americans reported using marijuana in uh-huh. the same amount of time. Um, 
the study authors found bronchial thickening in 64% of marijuana users mm-hmm. and only 42% of people that smoke oh, that's cigarettes. that's fascinating. That really is. Okay, well, uh, then that should be put out in the public sphere. You think? Right. People yeah, should probably. talk about this. But it's, it'll be ignored. Right, because we're just going to keep talking about how course, good, right. how good and, for us it is. And lawmakers will think, you know, there's a cash cow, just like they think they gambling. Are you ready for this? Yeah. One last stat I'll give you. Right. Rates of emphysema, if you smoke weed, huh. 93%. If you smoke cigarettes, only 67. No kidding. Which isn't good. 67 isn't good. No, no. But it's a heck of a lot better than 93. Fascinating. So maybe not the health substance that we're The panacea for it all. All right, we'll take a quick break. Come back. We're going to talk about Thomas Jefferson, our third president, and Thanksgiving. 101.5 WORD. In the battle for America's Christian values, Charlie Kirk and TPUSA Faith have stood strong, helping equip, engage, and empower generations of Americans to defend their faith. We're in a fight to save our country. Now they need your support, covering the cost of resources. And thanks to a generous 75K match, your best gift will be double. Double. Help defend faith and freedom now with a tax-deductible donation. Give today and help Christians stand strong in their faith. Make your gift online at Word fm.com slash faith uncle ryan the news we need a watchdog a panic room because mortgage rates have gotten higher but the news uncle ryan it's like the british are coming or worse a birthday catastrophe <laughs> can't say that word catastrophe it's ryan from united faith mortgage and yes we're going heavy on the jokes to make a point mortgage rates are up and no it's not optimal for anyone but there is another reality life does go on Maybe you're ready for your first home, your dream home, or maybe it's time to downsize. Life goes on. Rates have been higher in the past, and good people still need new homes. The point we want to make is... If you buy a new home this year, and you don't use our direct lender advantage, which can often save you monthly and lifelong money, along with us paying $1,000 of your closing costs, you'd be crazier than a watchdog in a panic room. See what we did there? We are United Faith Mortgage. United Mortgage Court, Melbourne, New York. And a listener 1330. Pennsylvania Department of Banking and Securities. Mortgage Lender License 22672. Many shoppers consider Black Friday the start of the holiday shopping season. Some will wait in insane lines or even camp out in store parking lots to secure that special deal. At the original Mattress Factory, our factory direct business model means that all of our customers get the same great price no matter when they choose to buy. We have never had a Black Friday sale, or any sale for that matter, in over 30 years. So sleep in this Black Friday. At the Original Mattress Factory, you can get a great mattress at a great price every day. Bachman's Roofing and Solar is your local award-winning roofer. Stop waiting. It's time to inspect your roof and protect your home's number one asset. With no interest and no payment financing for 12 months, Bachman's Roofing is your easy choice for roofing, gutters, and solar. Did you know Bachman's Roofing is one of the number one GAF solar integrated roofing installers in the USA? Go with Bachman's. Go with solar and install the roof that pays for itself. Call for 412-744-8390 or visit bachmansroofing.com In those days, ten men from all the nations will take hold of the garment of a Jew and say, we want to go with you for we know that God is with you. Join Messianic Jewish Evangelist Rabbi Kurt Schneider as he shares authentic teaching from the Old and New Testaments, unfolding revelation today for your brighter tomorrow on Discovering the Jewish Jesus. Monday through Friday at 1.30 p.m. here on 101.5 Word FM. You would think that with Thanksgiving, all the presidents were like, yeah, 
This is how this works. We all appreciate national holidays or the formation of national holidays. But, of course, people being individuals, they all come at it from different perspectives, especially in the early days of the United States. And Thomas Jefferson, no different than that. Dr. Thomas Kidd is back with us. Dr. Kidd has been with us many times over the years. He's a research professor of church history at Midwestern Baptist Seminary in Kansas City, Missouri, author of books including Benjamin Franklin, The Religious Life of a Founding Father. His latest book is called Thomas Jefferson, A Biography of Spirit and Flesh. Tom, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. Tom, we appreciate talking to you because it's kind of hard to... I don't know, break through the current perspective, the chronological snobbery, I guess, maybe of where we are, um, which we look back on historical figures and, you know, expect them to, you know, um, standards today. Yeah, exactly. Honor the things that we have come to value. Um, So let's uh, I guess I'm going to trust you to take us back to Thomas Jefferson in his era um, and tell us what kind of a person he was, what his passions were and what you feel were his great strengths. Well, he was a brilliant man. I mean, there's no doubt about that. He's probably the greatest political writer in American history, one of the greatest in, in uh, world history, I think. And he, his passions were uh, many. I mean, he he loved uh, books and bought all as many books as he could get his hands on, uh, which is a vice I, I approve of. Sure. And, and uh, uh, but he loved good wine and and you know styled himself as. Uh, you know, an intellectual uh, on virtually all topics, um, including architecture, which explains why he built not one but two mansions for himself. Uh, and so he was also, as I'm suggesting, was was somewhat of an indulgent person and, and had a really hard time controlling his own personal spending. So he was just a massive uh, contradiction. Yes. A massive contradictions. I think it's probably true for a lot of people, right, Tom? That you know, we, we say one thing, do another. We're just always a mix of good and bad. Yeah. I, I, I was reading recently about Monticello, of course, Thomas Jefferson's home, and there's been a sort of a historical reworking of verbiage concerning Thomas Jefferson. Have you read about this? I have. Can you talk about that? Sure. I mean, I, it all syncs up with. Um, you know, what do we do with the founding fathers, uh, especially the ones who owned slaves, which was quite a number of them, and not just the Southern founders, but people like Ben Franklin. You know, he owned slaves for much of his life. And, uh, you know, today we really struggled to know whether there's still a sense in which we can celebrate people who owned slaves, uh, most obviously. And you know, Jefferson not only owned hundreds of people as slaves, but we're, we're virtually certain now that he had a long-standing uh, affair or relationship with Sally Hemings, uh, one of his enslaved women, and that probably produced several children. Um, and so, I think Monticello is in a is in a bind about. Or it was started to celebrate Jefferson, but um, you know, as we've learned more things about him, as the DNA tests came out uh, about about his relationship with Hemings that, you know, now we take a much more muted approach to him. But some people think that it's, there's been an overcorrection and that uh, we're only negative about the founding fathers now. That's good. 
So, Thomas, how do we think through that? You're a historian. These are people who I'm sure you, you feel like you almost know with all the um, all the time you've spent researching their lives to produce the books that you've written. Um, how do we reconcile uh, someone who is capable of such incredibly beautiful writing? A genius. I mean, amazingly beautiful writing. Um, with, you know, someone who maybe, you know, we wouldn't want to go have coffee with. Right, right. Well, I, I, it's, it is tough. I think you all were getting at part of what my answer with, you know, the idea that none of us are perfect. Um, in fact, we're all sinners. And, um, and, and so, you, you know, we're not really uh, in a position to be wagging our finger at people in the past. Uh, as if we're so much better. I mean, because we're not living the life of Thomas Jefferson or somebody in the past. We don't, we don't know how we would have done if we were uh, presented with the same circumstances and temptations. So I, I think it's better to be uh, humbled by the the things that we see. Honest. I mean, we should certainly not get all defensive and say, you know, say we're not willing to talk about things like slavery. Um, but but I think also, you know, think about the the legacy of someone like Jefferson and his thought of people like Abraham Lincoln and Martin Luther King Jr. made great use of, of Jefferson's words and his legacy and his ideas. Uh, but they also, I mean, they didn't know all the details, especially about Sally Hemings, but, but uh, you know, they, they used all men are created equal to enormous great good in American history. So that, that seems like a good balance that if someone like King in particular could use Jefferson to such great effect, I think we can admire those parts of his legacy, too. Yeah. Uh, Tom, talk to us about um, Thomas Jefferson and Thanksgiving. Uh, certainly in his day, it, it wasn't the national holiday or the explosion of celebration that it is in these days. But he wasn't necessarily a, a fan. Is that what I read about Thanksgiving? Yeah, in particular, um, you know, George Washington and John Adams had both at times proclaimed days of, of national prayer and, uh, and you know, maybe mourning or, or Thanksgiving, depending on the circumstances. In Washington, it started the tradition of a, of a November uh, Thanksgiving celebration. Um, but it, those were very clearly religious holidays. I mean, the, the Thanksgiving to whom, you know? Right, right. Not, not just sort of a general feeling, but it's Thanksgiving to God. And in and, and those days, it was very clear. Uh, and so Jefferson saw that as an illegitimate intrusion uh, of the state into affairs of religion and the church. Um, and, and so he just did not want the national government to do that. Now, he was fine with the states doing it if they wanted to. Um, and so he, he thought that if there was going to be some kind of connection between the government and the church, it should be done at the state level, not, not the national. But he, he really stood out from uh, most presidents that way. And, and what I, th- I think it might have been a little extreme in my, in my view, not being willing to declare Thanksgiving. Uh, but but he, he was quite principled about the idea that the, the state is not a church, and so it shouldn't try to act like one. Hmm. What about the... Um allegations that people have made, and perhaps it's more than allegations. I'm asking you for verification, I guess. Um, talk about Jefferson's Bible. I'm putting that in air quotes. Um, is it true that he went in and, you know, removed the miraculous elements, the supernatural portions of the New Testament or old? 
Yeah, so the Jefferson Bible, he actually did two different versions of it. The the second one is the only one that the text survived, and it's a compilation of the Gospels, so it's not even the whole New Testament. Um, It's just the Gospels. And it it is basically true that he took out most of the supernatural content, but not, not all. Um, he, he he would include things like the parables and all Jesus's ethical teachings and things like that. Uh, but of course, even some of the parables have comments about you know supernatural things or like the second coming and that sort of thing. And so, um, what he was doing, I think, is reflecting his his view. He saw himself as a sort of naturalistic Christian, you know, ethics only kind of Christian. So he thought that that you could put together legitimately a, a kind of ethics-based version of, of Jesus's teachings and just leave out the supernatural claims. And so his his uh, gospels ended with Jesus's death. There's no resurrection. <laughs> so, from a Christian perspective, that seems uh, deeply unsatisfactory and incomplete. Mm-hmm. Yes, it does. So. Uh- Thomas, as a student, obviously, in writing about Thomas Jefferson, you spent many, many, I'm sure, months and years studying and thinking about this. And the moral universe of Thomas Jefferson, was it, is it one thing on prose, on paper, and then the other thing in his actual life, and those two didn't necessarily collide with each other? Yes, I, th- I think it's it's that that, that he, he was such an idealistic person, um, but I do think he struggled to manifest his ideas in everyday reality, especially in his own life. Uh, I mean, you know, in some ways as president, for instance, you know, he, he touted the idea of frugality and, and, you know, limiting your spending, and he did pretty good with that in as president, but in his own personal life, he was just a disaster. Hmm. Um, and, and he died within today's dollars, something like $2.6 million in personal debt. Um, it, it, it's really kind of grotesque, in a way. <laughs> but all this wine and mansions and all these things that he spent on uh, so so recklessly. But again, I mean, I, I think it, it's it, it, I almost feel sorry for him more than, than you know, being contemptuous of him on that score, just yeah. because. You know how these kind of habits trap people, and 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 there are plenty of you know people who are absolutely brilliant but kind of can't get their act together personally. And I think Jefferson was that way. Right, but I mean, it is a classic example of "do as I say, not as I do." <laughs> That's right. That's right. And so, yeah, I mean, I, I have to laugh. You know, you often see quotes on social media these days from Jefferson about you know, not spending money you don't have. <laughs> yeah. And I think, oh, my goodness, he is the exact opposite of That's that ironic. point in real life. Right. Yeah. Okay, what about his, his um, you know, self-image of being an intellectual in so many areas? Um, I don't want to ask you to assess whether that was true or not, but certainly he had an incredibly vast array of interests and, and curiosities. Um, is there anything about that that strikes you particularly? Anything perhaps interesting that we don't know? He, he really was a prodigious intellectual and, and just a voracious reader, uh, and, and really in that sense was quite disciplined uh, about his intellectual pursuits. Now, so that that presumes that he doesn't have to do any manual labor uh, because of all the people that he enslaves. So, I mean, there's tragedy even to that. But 
I, I think one of the things I'm the most impressed with is that despite his skepticism about supernatural Christianity, he really is an expert on uh, the Bible and uh, reads apparently regularly the New Testament in Greek. Um, not, so not just English translations, but he also reads the Greek translation of the Old Testament, the Septuagint. Really? Yeah, and I mean, just he doesn't have to be doing this. He apparently just does it uh, because he thinks a learned person should be reading, uh, you know, the Bible and the ancient languages. No, he doesn't know Hebrew. <laughs> hmm. And ja- John Adams will not let him forget, forget about that. that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Adams tells him, you know, a learned person really should know Hebrew as well as Greek. And <laughs> so, but but at least Jefferson knows uh, Latin and Greek, and he reads in it regularly. I mean, yes. it's very impressive. So then, when it came time to write the Declaration of Independence, uh, Jefferson's contemporaries looked at Jefferson, knowing that he was the man for the job. But all that we've just talked about, all that you've studied and have told us about, it, it doesn't detract from the truth of the the soaring rhetoric and the mm-hmm. the aspirational ideas that are in the Declaration of Independence, even though its author himself set the tone but could not live personally to that tone. I think that's right. And, and you, you know, he chose to put the, the famous parts of the Declaration in the language of, of uh, universal equality by our, our common creation by God. I mean, he, he he could have said it in a more muted or vague way, but he chose to say it that way. And, and, and in the back of his mind, he had to know that if you put it on the basis of common creation, that brings in women, it brings in African-Americans. I mean, it, it can't just be restricted to political men in 1776. And so, I, you know, maybe in, in Jefferson's way, he, he's signaling a kind of a, maybe a better future. Um, but, you know, the, the gritty realities of the way that he actually lived, I think, I think really do limit the implications of the Declaration, at least in Jefferson's own life and, and his politics at the time. Right. And, and I want to lift him up, you know, just from being a schoolboy. you don't want to lift reading. him up as being, you know, perfect. But, no, but but at the same time, him. right, I want to lift him up. But, the, but then at the same time, I read, I think, well, wait, by doing so, have I, you know, is he a fraud? You know, there, there's mm-hmm. this weird dichotomy now in this sort of revelation of the life of Thomas Jefferson. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I think that, you know, it's from a Christian point of view, I mean, we, we you know, expect to find sin and, and short-sightedness and limitations and everybody. I think for Jefferson, it is particularly conspicuous because of the Declaration, because of all men are created equal, mm-hmm. um, and, and that he he seems like he should embody that philosophy more in uh, himself, but he just doesn't in really important ways. But I I still don't think, for the reasons I suggested before, when you look at how King and Lincoln and many other people have used that idea and and, and touted it for great good in American history, it's still, I I, I think we, we still have a principle there absolutely to celebrate in American history. That's Dr. Thomas Kidd. Check out his latest book, Thomas Jefferson, A Biography of Spirit and Flesh. Tom, terrific to talk to you. Thanks for being here. Thanks for having me. Always a great pleasure. Thomas Kidd. It is complex, isn't it? People are complex. Yeah. Everybody is. Coming up next, three complex people, the 59th anniversary of their deaths. We'll talk about it next.
is Kathy Emmons. John and I are grateful for the encouragement we have from all of our advertisers, and especially our friends at Grove City College. Thanks to everyone at Grove City for supporting the ride home. Make time during the busy holiday season to prepare your heart for Christmas. Request the Advent devotional titled, The Dawn of Redeeming Grace, from Truth for Life with Alistair Begg. In 24 brief daily readings, author and theologian Sinclair Ferguson unpacks the birth narratives in Matthew's Gospel to shed new light on this familiar story. Donate and ask for your copy at truthforlife.org slash donate. Hi, I'm Katie Farrell. I'm an author, a registered nurse, and a mom and wife to some of the pickiest eaters on the planet. People say that eating healthy is bland and boring, but I'm here to show you a better way with wholesome, simple recipes. Watch Dashing Dish on Cornerstone Television, Tuesdays at 9 p.m. Eat better, feel great with Dashing Dish. Find us on Verizon Fios Channel 505 or Comcast Xfinity Channel 805. Hi, this is Dennis Prager. As you know, the culmination of my life's work has been writing my Rational Bible Commentary series. I have done Genesis, Exodus, and the just-released Deuteronomy. They are all called the Rational Bible because my approach is entirely reason-based. So if you're looking for the perfect holiday gift, even for someone with no faith, in fact especially, I recommend giving them my Rational Bibles. Go to PragerStore.com. You can buy them individually or as a complete set. That's PragerStore.com. You waited all year for offers like this. Black Friday at Levin. You won't want to miss. A triple tax discount and five years to pay. Incredible doorbusters on sale for one day. Black Friday at Levin. This is Tim Seckler inviting you to tune in each and every Saturday morning at 9 a.m. right here on Word FM 101.5 for the Life and Legacy Show, sponsored by my law firm, the Seckler Law Firm. Each week, we'll talk about your family's well-being as it relates to elder law, nursing home stays, estate planning, and keeping your hard-earned savings. And if you missed the Life and Legacy Show, you will find it archived at secklerlawfirm.com. See you Saturday morning at 9 a.m. right here on Word FM 101.5 for the Life and Legacy Show. Listen on your smart speaker at wordfm.com, the Word FM app, iHeart, TuneIn, and on Odyssey. In your car or at home, too, at 101.5 WORDFM, Pittsburgh. You are not your diagnosis. And vision loss does not define you. Your drive defines you. And we are here to let those challenged with blinding retinal diseases know that we are driven, too. To be a beacon of strength. A champion of courage. An advocate for hope. And we are stronger together. We fund. We fight. We win. We are the Foundation Fighting Blindness. Join the fight at fightingblindness.org. Clear skies expected tonight, low 27. Brilliant sunshine tomorrow. Ideal weather for one of the busiest travel days of the year, the high 50. Tomorrow night, a star-studded sky, low 28. Thursday, Thanksgiving Day, partly sunny skies, a high 55. Black Friday, if you're headed out to the stores, take an umbrella. It'll be cloudy with a couple of showers. We'll reach a high of 49. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm Drew Shannon. November 22nd. 1963, 59 years ago to the day. I think it was a day, of course, that changed the course of life here in the United States for many people, right? The so-called end of Camelot with the assassination of President John F. Kennedy. But on that day, and of course largely overlooked and with good reason, were the death of C.S. Lewis and Aldous Huxley. 
Now, Kathy, you're too young to remember the day. Mm-hmm. It's one of my earliest memories, November 22nd, 1963. Mm-hmm. I was in the first grade at St. Anselm's School in Swissvale. And I remember very clearly that our principal, Sister Sebastian, came over the loudspeaker and said, essentially, that the president, John Kennedy, had been killed. And we would soon be dismissed. Of course, we thought it was a holiday. But I remember thinking, John Kennedy, a kid in my class, his name was John Kennedy. And I thought, I didn't know what the president was. I thought his father had been killed. So going home that day, I remember uh, from our back porch, there was a, a view of the uh, the borough building in Swissville. And from that back porch, you could always see the flag. Well, the flag was at half mast. And I remember that very clearly. Why is the flag down? I walked into my parents' house, and my father was home, which, of course, he was never home at that time. The factories shut down as well. People were dismissed from their work. And there was my father. My mother wasn't in the house. My father was sitting at the kitchen table, and he was crying. And at that point, I got scared. I had never seen my father cry before, and I knew something was totally wrong. Those are vivid memories of that day. And, of course, if you were alive, and there are fewer and fewer people who were alive during that day, everybody has one of those memories. It's like September 11th, right, or when the Challenger exploded, one of those markers. But that day, that day, the brutal murder, the shooting of the President of the United States, I mean, seared into American life. Yep. Changed forever how presidents interact with the public. Surely it did changed forever what the Secret Service was like, what presidential protocol was like, and changed forever the amount of money that's invested in protecting the president. Yep. I mean, when you look at the day in the newsreels and you see JFK yeah, can and you Jackie. Imagine, can you believe him sitting out there like you're just a sitting duck? And, they're pressing against right? a chain link yep. fence, and when they get off the plane, they're yep. you know shaking hands. He's just driving through the street in an open convertible. And to think about Lee Harvey Oswald. Now, this is another memory that I have embedded in my head. Two days later, we as a family were sitting around. I remember this very clearly. <laughs> sitting around closely watching the television. And my sister, knowing that Lee Harvey Oswald was about to be transferred from one place to another, one of my sisters was angry. And she said something about the punishment. What should happen to that man? And at that moment... Lee Harvey Oswald was executed, shot, murdered on live television. And we as a family witnessed that. I can't I mean, it's unbelievable. It is unbelievable. And, of course, all the movies, all the books, all the things that were written have been written about JFK and the conspiracy theories and the grassy knoll and the CIA and the mafia and the Cubans and all that. And the government's refusal still to release documents. I know. Can you believe that. They're not going to be officially released, no. the trove of, until 2067. That's a fascinating chapter in American history. It is. And we haven't even talked about Aldous Huxley and C.S. Lewis. Right. So yeah. those two giants, yeah. Yeah. They their deaths were largely ignored. Yeah. We don't have time to go into it right now, but I will recommend a book called Between Heaven and Hell by Peter Kreft. And it is a... Um, it is a fictional, uh, imaginary conversation that the three of these men had after their death. Fabulous. Before they ended up in heaven or hell, what 
they talked about what the world it, it sketches their worldviews, their personalities, their philosophy of life. Fascinating between heaven and hell. Peter Kraft. We'll talk in a few minutes about finding gratitude when you're feeling stuck. Clarissa Mall joins us next. 101.5 WORD. There are three ways of dealing with the Bible, especially when you come to a passage that you don't quite agree with or understand. The first tactic is to pick and choose what you want to believe. The second is to remain ignorant of what the Bible has to say at all. The third is to dig into the Word and try to understand all of it, whether or not you like what it has to say. Well, if you fall into that last category or would like to, please join us this week on Through the Bible Radio. This evening at 9 p.m. on 101.5 WORD. Drowning in IRS debt? If you can't afford to pay your IRS debt due to economic hardship, you can now be free of IRS collection efforts by taking advantage of a special IRS tax hardship program. This program allows Americans who owe the IRS to resolve their delinquent tax debt once and for all. In some cases, maybe even reducing what you owe significantly. An open phone line has been established by Community Tax for consumers to call and see if they qualify. Simply dial 800-555-88. If you owe back taxes to the IRS and cannot afford to pay them back or have years of unfiled tax returns, help is standing by. Just call the Community Tax Helpline today at 800-555-88 for the help that you need. Don't take on the IRS alone. They can attack your weight. Wages, savings, pension, home, and even your social security check. Call 800-555-88 to see if you qualify. That's 800-555-88. You know, if you feel like you're stuck with a health care plan that isn't affordable or you simply just don't like how it works, well, right now, during open enrollment is a perfect time to switch to MediShare. The typical family saves $500 a month when they join MediShare. And what's more? They like it. MediShare has double the customer satisfaction rate compared to the industry. That's double. And MediShare is the most trusted name in healthcare sharing. It's been around for 30 years. It's shared more than $4 billion in healthcare bills. And here's why now is the perfect time to make the switch. If you join MediShare Complete by January 1st, they will waive your new member fees and you'll save an additional 10% off your first year. That's right. No fee to join, 10% off every month for all of next year. But again, it's a limited time offer. So yeah, you're not stuck. You've got a great option. Call now, 844-45-BIBLE. That's 844-45-BIBLE. 844-45-BIBLE. Your local radio stations are here for you. No subscriptions or monthly fees necessary. We're here to give you the news, weather, and traffic you need and the music you love. But if the foreign-owned record labels get their way, it could stop the music. They want Congress to force radio stations to pay them more money simply to play their music. Don't let radio go silent. Text LOCAL to 52886 and tell Congress to protect local radio stations. This message furnished by the National Association of Broadcasters. If there's anything the pandemic has taught us, it's that isolation and grief go hand in hand. And how do you find yourself out of that? Clarissa Mall is back with us. She's been a guest of ours over the years, and she's written a wonderful piece at uh, the Gospel Coalition called Finding Gratitude When You're Feeling Stuck. And of course, here we are at the beginning of the holiday season, and uh, whether it's pandemic grief or holiday grief, it feels as though we're in a long, long stretch. Clarissa, welcome back to the show. Thank you so much for having me. 
Clarissa, you start your article uh, by telling a story about growing up in New Hampshire, and I'm going to ask you to describe that place you mentioned and tell us what the polar caves were like. Yes. Oh, as a child, my family used to travel up to the mountains in New Hampshire, the White Mountain National Forest, and visit a place called the Polar Caves. Uh, Millennia ago, the uh, glaciers had receded and left boulders that created these caves in the mountains. And we used to wander through the caves together as a family. And um, I was always, I always marveled that I could actually squeeze through these, these slender, these tight little spots between the rocks. Because as I looked at the spaces, it seemed impossible that someone as big as my dad or even someone as small as I could fit. Um, but of course, miraculously, I was able to get through and we went through time and time again. And uh, just thinking about the mountains as we near the holidays and the snow, I started to think about these caves and the boulders. And, and it came to me that phrase between a rock and a hard place. And I began musing about that as I thought about how um, many of us are entering the holidays this year. So you're right that as Jesus love cushions your heart, you can navigate hard places, right? And of course, Clarissa, your your story to us is very well known, but maybe you could share a, a portion of your grief with our audience to sort of place you so they know where you're coming from. Sure. Well, the mountains uh, are a place of beauty for me, but they are also a place of deep loss. Uh, in 2019, my husband of 17 years fell to his death in a hiking accident in the mountains on the West Coast. And um, that that loss um, catapulted our family into a new and unfamiliar terrain, uh, living with grief. I'm now a solo mom to four children. I love them dearly, and uh, we have become very dear to one another, especially in these last three years after our loss. But certainly... Uh, grief is not something that is unfamiliar to me now, and uh, I know it deeply, and I uh, walk with it, and I will carry it until Jesus comes again. Clarissa, you know, we welcomed your husband on our show multiple times, and he was, he just, you know, his understanding of death and dying was so profound. Mm-hmm. Of course, you know, he produced a, a marvelous book about the subject. Um, and I know you've shared with us before how he kind of, in some ways, you know, in hindsight, you can see kind of prepared you um, in talking about death and, and that sort of thing. Um, but thinking about your difficulty and sadness and walking through all of that and then looking at those places that you visited as a kid and thinking, I'm never going to get through to that other side. You know, I can't fit through that space and I shouldn't even have to fit through that space because all through the scriptures, God promises us spacious places, right? So it kind of seems like a contradiction. How do you see that? Yeah, it, God does promise us a spacious place. And um, and a lot of times I think we imagine that spacious place to be like big sky country in Montana, uh, just wide openness and, uh, and no obstacles in our path. But anyone who has lived any amount of time in this broken world knows that we walk with any number of sorrows. Uh, we walk through trials and sufferings of many kinds. And so I think part of our task as Christians, those who choose to follow Jesus faithfully, is to re-envision what those spacious places might look like as we, um, as we walk faithfully with Christ this side of glory. Mm-hmm. And so now, three years after Rob's death, 
Certainly the world has changed. You see your children growing. Your life has changed. You're obviously a different person than the first moment that Rob passed away. So how do you take that gratitude, Clarissa? I mean, three years, I'm sure you've gone through all the different stages of grief, but still here you are and still producing quality and still raising your family. Well, I've come to understand that grief is a companion. Jesus, the man of sorrows, was acquainted with grief. He knew it well. He walked with it. And so, too, this is the reality of of, um, living faithfully uh, as a believer who is waiting for all the consummation of all good things. Uh, but just in Second Corinthians 4, it says that we carry around the death of Jesus in our bodies. We also do that for the purpose that his life may be manifest in us. And so there is that strange mystery of how death begets life, and, um, and it doesn't seem to make any sense to us. Mm-hmm. And yet we trust that uh, God's goodness is always chasing after us, that he never abandons his beloved. And uh, so we hold those two seemingly contradictory things in the same hand, um, understanding that grief is a constant companion, that our sorrows and sufferings were never promised to be eradicated entirely in this life, and also that God is good, that he's faithful, that he's kind, that he always fulfills the promises that he makes to his people. Clarissa Mall is with us. Check out her book called Beyond the Darkness, A Gentle Guide for Living with Grief and Thriving After Loss. So, Clarissa, for people listening to the program who are looking at their own tight space, their grief, um, their grief or fear or anxiety or whatever it is that they're dealing with this Thanksgiving. And, you know, for all of us who've been in those places, you feel like it's too tight. There are, you know... Um, hard rocks on every side. Um, what's your advice for them? Well, I think it's um, it's twofold. The first is to be honest about it. Uh, I appreciate the Apostle Paul as he writes to the Corinthian church. He says, we are hard pressed on every side. Uh, he, he doesn't make any bones about the fact that life is really hard. And he's telling this to people who have supported him, who have loved him, who understand his journey. And so that's the first thing I would say. Find Find one person with whom you can be honest about how hard it is for you this season. I think the second uh, uh, encouragement that I would offer would be to look for that spacious place. Uh, I've had to re-envision what spacious places look like since my husband's death. But the Apostle Paul says we are hard-pressed, but we are not crushed. And that's the promise that God gives to us, that The temptations that are given to us will never be more than we can bear, that he never abandons us to the sorrows of this life. And so as we move into the holidays, we can look for that spacious place. And it might be really unusual, Um, you know, a a kind gesture from a stranger as we walk out of the post office, someone who holds the door open for us when we feel like nobody pays attention anymore. Uh, It could be a text from a friend. It could be reaching out and um, feeling a sense of warmth and connection with another person. But I think that in um, these, with that curiosity, that intentionality to seek out the spacious place in our life where Jesus promises to meet us, I think we'll discover that we can sing even there, that even in those most difficult of circumstances, um, we can offer praise, um, heartfelt praise, Tear-stained praise, perhaps, 
uh, but genuine praise and honor to God in a season that's really difficult. Good. Well, Clarissa, knowing you and your story, Rob, and the journey that you've been on, it gives us hope for those of yes. us who follow in that same path with grief as well. So thank you for being that light that moves forward and knowing that all of us at one point or another will follow too. Thank you so much. Our pleasure. That's Clarissa Mole. Check out her book, Beyond the Darkness, A Gentle Guide for Living with Grief and Thriving After Loss. Adam, what are you thankful for? Great question, Nick. My new son, Henry, eating too much of mom's pumpkin pie. I'm grateful that Legacy Box has been able to help millions of people safeguard their important recorded moments. And with our Black Friday event that starts now, more families can enjoy digitizing their home movies and pictures with an insane 65% off. Legacy Box is the best gift for you or a family member. It's what Better Homes and Gardens calls the most sentimental gift to make this holiday season special. And what Reader's Digest called a genius product. That's because Legacy Box is simple and safe and we digitize everything by hand. You'll get your originals back plus digital copies that protect your treasured tapes, film reels, and photos from floods, mold, even the decay of time. So while the stuffing is in the oven, make sure to visit Legacy Box and shop our Black Friday event to take an unreal 65% off. With limited quantities ready to ship, this deal will go fast. Black Friday starts now at LegacyBox.com slash LBOX. That's LegacyBox.com to take 65% off. LegacyBox.com slash LBOX. Parents, are you tired of helping put your kids' shoes on? They're squirming, watching cartoons, anything but helping. Luckily, it's Skechers to the rescue. Introducing new hands-free Skechers slip-ins. Footwear you can just get your kids to step into and their shoes are on. You don't need to bend over. You don't need to sit on the floor and try to wrangle them on. And they're available in all types of Skechers styles with and without laces. And most are machine washable. Find Skechers slip-ins for kids or mom and dad at a Skechers store, Skechers.com, or wherever stylish shoes are sold. Favorite family tradition? Shopping Kohl's Black Friday with my mom. We earned extra Kohl's cash, got a Google Nest Hub for $49.99, a Fitbit for just $99.99. Plus, I found a pizza grill for $179.99, and she got a fire pit for the same price. Not to mention the 15% off other great deals. Yeah, we're going back to Kohl's for round two. Select styles. Offers valid through November 25th. Reads in our Google and Fitbit coupons do not apply. Some exclusions apply. See store or Kohl's.com for details. Hi, I'm Katie Farrell. I'm an author, a registered nurse, and a mom and wife to some of the pickiest eaters on the planet. People say that eating healthy is bland and boring, but I'm here to show you a better way with wholesome, simple recipes. Watch Dashing Dish on Cornerstone Television, Tuesdays at 9 p.m. Eat better, feel great with Dashing Dish. Find us on Verizon Fios Channel 505 or Comcast Xfinity Channel 805. Marketing your business is hard. It's so competitive, and getting new customers is as hard as keeping your existing ones. We know it because we're a local business, too. So when it comes to marketing your business and getting new customers, we know how to do it. Our digital marketing firm, Salem Surround, is built to create customized solutions to your business, not your competitors just you. Reach out to us at SalemSurround.com and we'll work with you to create those solutions that will increase your business and bring you new customers. SalemSurround.com It's National Cranberry Relish Day. Oh. And before we get into details about that, yeah. I you know, do want to be honest about the fact that I've changed the arrival time for Thanksgiving. Tell me. 
Because I just, you know, you guilted me into it. Guilted? To be no, I was just trying it. to be no, a little wise. bit. You did. No, what? I mean, I said that I was going to have people come at five. Oh, that was too late. <laughs> That's too late. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm You're glad you left. You're not coming. I, I know. So what? It, what time? What time are they coming now? So now they're coming at three. Oh, much better. Okay, okay much, much. That makes perfect sense. Well, thanks. I'm, I'm laying in bed last night. I think maybe he's right. Yeah, thank you. Maybe he's right. So I did. I changed it up. So and how was that received? Three. Very well, actually. Uh huh. Because they probably well. thought the same thing that I they was thinking. They probably did. Right? I mean, I hadn't told them five. Oh, so you they, hadn't. They, there was just a question mark there. Okay, good. So, but they they responded very well to Excellent. the three. And so. dinner will be served at what time? Well, I think four ish. Okay. You don't like that idea. You, th- you think it should be 4.30. Yes, I do. <laughs> it's hard I'm sorry. to sit across the table. I'm sorry. <laughs> you need time to, to be with your guests. I Were did. you a wedding planner at yeah. some point, John? Or? I did get a nice cheese selection yeah, today good. at the strip. <laughs> I, I spent time in catering, of course. You know, mm-hmm. but, you know so I, I understand what, you know, the flow of a party. Right. Well, we're going to have... Some flow at the Excellent. party. Excellent. Very yeah. good. Yeah, 4.30. 4.30. Yeah. So people arrive at 3, right. an hour and a half to hang. Because yeah. you want to be, you don't want to be harried, and you want to be with your guests as well. Right. Enjoying the company that right. you've worked so hard to produce. Yeah. She won't be. She'll be in the kitchen. I will uh, be. I probably will be. Going well, that's crazy. A nice, but everybody else will be in the kitchen as well, because yeah. that's a nice kitchen. Yeah, yeah. Thank goodness every, the kitchen can finally fit everybody, mm-hmm. so I'm excited about that. Excellent. Um, when it comes to uh, preparation, I have like a schedule where I, you know, cook certain things on certain days sure you know in in particular order so like today Mm. i had you know i'm brining the turkey so i had to do that you know get that all taken care of uh i'm making my pies tonight oh um, what are you Uh, making two pumpkin pies Mm. and i'll be making a cranberry cake all tonight all tonight because they're all better to sit a day or so they really need to Mm. sit and like the flavors need to come together yeah so i'm excited about that um and then when it comes to national cranberry relish day which we should all be you know exulting in um, how do you feel about the cranberry relish that's just raw? You know, it's chopped. So you yeah. basically chop your cranberries, your oranges. Mm-hmm. Your, I like it a lot. What, do you like that? Yeah. Okay. Because uh-huh, it's kind of like gritty and yes. rough in your mouth. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah, very yeah. good. It's very appealing to me. Yeah. Okay. So that's a fresher version mm-hmm. than the cranberry sauce that you cook on the stovetop. But I also love that as well. Okay. What right. time should she serve it? Yeah. I'm not even Four, asking him, Gary. 45? You know what? I decided since I changed the whole thing around, Gary, I don't care about anything he says after this <laughs> oh, point. Oh, okay. You'll thank me after the fact. Yeah. No. So uh, which, which cranberry sauce well, are you serving? Well, I always cook it uh-huh. because I like that. Well, one, and, and then, of course, it's in the refrigerator right. for a couple days. Um, but the fresh cranberry mm. relish, I like. I would eat that right this minute. Of course you would. By yeah. the way, we're going to be uh, live streaming your dinner. Oh, I'm bringing a crew over. I'll be looking forward to that, Gary. I there's lost a, my apron. There's a boom mic I've in the turkey. I misplaced it. So that's what do you mean you've bit. lost your turkey? I don't. I've, not my turkey. I lost my apron. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, so I, if I could, would just eat cranberries daily, mm-hmm. just in a different, just change up the form. You know, I have dried cranberries every day. So why don't you make a little bit of the the, the raw and just keep it aside? But so I need another thing to make. Well, you're going to be busy in the kitchen anyway. How, so why not just make another thing? Isn't it pretty easy to make? Everything to the person who isn't making it is easy. <laughs> I, I don't want to mansplain your kitchen yeah, or your no Thanksgiving kidding. meal. No kidding. You've already changed I mean, the whole schedule of the day. You'll be so happy. You, you will be. Okay. You know? Great. 
Because what's the football game? Uh, what's the game going to be on? Well, at, there's usually one at noon, one at four, and now there's one at seven. So I there think. you I think go. Three now. Now you can take partake in all of them and not feel crazy rushed. It's a great idea, John. I'm just saying. All we'll right. see how it goes. Anyway, we're going to be opening up the phone lines when we come back oh. at 800-320-8255. Um, so write that number down. Keep it in your noggin. Side dishes for Thanksgiving. What is essential for your Christmas table? Not Christmas, Thanksgiving table. Mm, what do you have on the table that we should know about? We need to hear about it. Maybe it's time for you to get back in the kitchen and make an extra side dish from suggestions that our listeners are out there. Or are you going to go with a standard fare, right? The mac and cheese, that's been on the rise lately. I love that. I love that. Open phone's coming up next. Right home. Join us. Love to hear your voice. Ask Alexa to play the word Pittsburgh to hear us there. We're on your Google speaker, too. Plus, iHeart, TuneIn, and on Odyssey. 101.5 WORDFM, Pittsburgh. 72 Patriot. With SRN News, I'm John Scott. Republicans are five weeks away from taking over the House, but they've already started to preview a clash with the Pentagon over its Biden-era policies. Details from correspondent Bernie Bennett. Would-be House Speaker Kevin McCarthy says Congress should delay the National Defense Authorization Act until next year, citing the need for the new majority to crack open the bill and try to roll back policies meant to make the service more inclusive. Because they're in the minority, Republicans haven't been able to make much of a dent on how the Defense Department handles its troops. All of that changes on January 3rd, when those same Republicans gain the power to call their own hearings on topics of their choosing, push through legislation, and put their concerns front and center. Bernie Bennett, Washington. And in World Cup soccer, the U.S. and Wales in a 1-1 tie game. Next up for the U.S. will be England on Friday. Today's big upset, Saudi Arabia beat Argentina 2-1. This is SRN News. Make time during the busy holiday season to prepare your heart for Christmas. Request the Advent devotional titled The Dawn of Redeeming Grace from Truth for Life with Alistair Begg. In 24 brief daily readings, author and theologian Sinclair Ferguson unpacks the birth narratives in Matthew's Gospel to shed new light on this familiar story. Donate and ask for your copy at truthforlife.org slash donate. Now that the pumpkins are almost gone, do you know what time it is? It's time to talk turkey. At the Springhouse in 84, we really do like to enjoy one holiday at a time. But our customers are calling now to talk about Thanksgiving turkeys. For 20 years, we've been selling fresh turkeys raised by a friend who is a big turkey farmer who really knows how to raise turkeys. I grew up on a farm where we raised, dressed, and sold turkeys, and I do feel we know what a good turkey should look like. First of all, It should be fresh. That's when it's at its very best quality, not frozen. It should be meaty and broad-breasted, and it should be cleaned to perfection. We're really fussy about selling only the best at the Springhouse, and we do believe our turkeys are the best. Call 228-3339 now to order yours, and don't forget to order buns, casseroles, and most of all, pumpkin pies. Let us help you make your Thanksgiving really delicious. Our big drops on on Wall Street making you nervous? Make no mistake, this downturn could have a serious effect on your finances. Hey, this is Ethan Lane. That's why my team and I at Accurate Solutions Group are offering you a free guide to help you take a proactive approach to the ongoing economic uncertainty.
Realty. Text the word RETIRE to 412-515-3555 to receive your copy of Retiring in Uncertain Times. If you're worried about where the economy is headed, take charge of your retirement and get your copy today. Market downturns and economic slowdowns are inevitable, but you've worked too hard to leave your life savings to chance. Discover what you can do during this down market with help from this free guide from Accurate Solutions Group. Get your copy now by texting RETIRE to 412-515-3555. Firm offers insurance services, investment advisory services offered through ASG Investment Management, LLC. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. Bachman's Roofing and Solar is your local award-winning roofer. Stop waiting. It's time to inspect your roof and protect your home's number one asset. With no interest and no payment financing for 12 months, Bachman's Roofing is your easy choice for roofing, gutters, and solar. Did you know Bachman's Roofing is one of the number one GAF solar integrated roofing installers in the USA? Go with Bachman's. Go with solar and install the roof that pays for itself. Call 412-744-8390 or visit bachmansroofing.com. Clear skies expected tonight, low 27, brilliant sunshine tomorrow, ideal weather for one of the busiest travel days of the year, the high 50. Tomorrow night, a star-studded sky, low 28. Thursday, Thanksgiving Day, partly sunny skies, a high 55. Black Friday, if you're headed out to the stores, take an umbrella. It'll be cloudy with a couple of showers. We'll reach a high of 49. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm Drew Shannon. Welcome to another edition of The Ride Home with John and Kathy, live from the Salem-Pittsburgh studios. And now, here are your hosts, John Hall and Kathy Emmons. It must be wonderful to be king, to be part of the ruling class where you can vote yourself raises. Yeah. I mean, how beautiful that must that? be, the ruling class. Can they? Here in the state of Pennsylvania, I'm reading here today from the uh, Pittsburgh Trib, Inflation is gift-wrapping another big salary increase for hundreds and hundreds of Pennsylvania state lawmakers, judges, and top executives in 2023, including boosting rank-and-file lawmakers and district judges into large six-figure territory. Hmm. For many of these positions, it's the biggest increase since the 1990s when lawmakers passed legislation to give themselves annual salary increases by tying them to inflation rates. Salaries across the board will rise 7.8%, a figure tied by state law to year-over-year changes in the Consumer Price Index published this month by the U.S. Department of Labor. Now, the salary increases that will go into effect are substantially higher, about 50% higher, than what federal data shows for average private sector wages in Pennsylvania during that same time period. Okay, so not just a cost of living increase, but a raise also? Nope. So regular Mm -hmm. rank-and-file lawmakers will earn (gasps) $103,000 or an additional $7,400 from last year. The legislature's highest-paid officers, the House Speaker, the Senate President, will make more than $160,000, up, uh, they get a $11,700 raise this year. 
Governor-elect Josh Shapiro will make $230,000, up uh, 17000 from this year's salary. Supreme Court Justice Deborah Todd will make $252,000, up $18,000 from last year. The increase applies to more than 1,300 positions, including the governor, cabinet members, three statewide elected officers, all 253 lawmakers, state and county judges. It takes effect December 1st for lawmakers, January 1st for everybody else. That takes a Can lot you? of nerve. Now, if we have a recession, does it go back no, down? No, of course not. <laughs> yeah, that's a very good question. No, no. Everything just keeps on going up and up and up. Of course. And, we- and they also are driving cars that are given to them free of charge. Right. So they're driving, you know, uh, we, we live up the street from a state senator. He drives a Lincoln Town car. Very nice. So you're living like a king of kings, thanks to our our taxes. That hacks me off. Me too. I just got to tell you that that hacks me off. They're I mean, supposed to, well. It's, it's not like there aren't people massively suffering through inflation right now, right? <laughs> that... I mean, you would think you. even if they even if lawmakers wanted to do that, that they would refrain from it because it's just going to look so bad. Right. No, they don't but care. it doesn't even matter because you're in your little bubble. Right. You're in your little club there. Look, and, and it, it just goes well beyond anytime anybody's in politics, uh, unless you're at the local political level. It's totally different. I mean, a lot of people are working for free. But look, I mean, they were talking about Nancy Pelosi stepping down since Nancy Pelosi has joined Congress, her net worth is more than $150 million. Can you believe that? Now, you know that a lot of that is from insider trading, information, all those sort of secret handshakes behind closed doors. It just hacks you off that the ruling class, supposed to be by the people for the people, live way differently than you and I do. Can I also say, this is such an appalling number, that there are 203 state representatives in this Commonwealth of Pennsylvania. 203. And 50 senators. What the heck? I mean. Think of how much cash that is. Why why do we need all these people? What's being done, right? It's really frustrating. Well, unless we rise up and change the laws. But of course, that's not going to happen because these, you know, it sort of becomes like a family business, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. Right. It does. Not to mention, we also haven't figured out all of the strange shenanigans that were happening during COVID when they were declare. you know, nobody was going into work. Oh, right. People are declaring incredible amounts of mileage. Yeah. That, you Personal know, expenses. That, right. All sorts. Yeah. Spotlight Pittsburgh has, Spotlight PA has done a great job keeping up with that. I mean, I appreciate knowing about it, but nothing's happened. No. What's going to happen? Good grief. We're in the wrong business. We sure are. Should have ran for office. <laughs> <laughs> no, thank you. Right? Because that's a whole other. No, thank you. All right. Let's turn our attention to happier topics. Thanksgiving, day yeah. after tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Everybody knows the side dishes are the best part. It's the thing that I, I think most people look forward to way above the main dish. With the turkey? Yeah. Don't you think? I like the turkey. I like stuffing. the turkey too, but if you had to pick between the turkey and the side dishes, what would you pick? Yeah, I would do exactly. the side dishes. Exactly, which is why we're opening the phones at 800-320-8255. 800-320-8255. Please call us and let us know the indispensable side dishes that will be on your Thanksgiving table. Now, and your side dishes. Yes. Are there family favorites yes. or do you tend to go mainstream or is there something you kind of go we're pretty mainstream what the heck is this all but there's about? certain the way that they have to be made are essential to the family like really? the stuffing yeah we have to make my parents stuffing 
Yeah. Or is it dry stuffing or wet stuffing? Uh, it's wet stuffing. Mm-hmm. Is it inside the turkey it or outside? It is never inside the turkey. It's not? No. So never. As, so as to avoid, you know, food what? poisoning. 800-320-8255. Phone lines are open. Okay. Uh, do you like a dry stuffing better? Uh, no, I like a wet stuffing. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, when... When I married, I married a, a Midwestern girl. And so she brought a different flavor to That's our Thanksgiving terrific. dinner. So she'll bring c- a couple of side dishes that my family, my immediate family, early on, arts an eyebrow or two. Like, oh, like what's she doing? What the heck is going on there? Like? Uh, I, I would say the far-reaching, um, the most unusual thing is that she'll make a little carafe. Uh, is it a carafe? It's, what what, what no, you call like this? No, like a little casserole dish. Casserole dish. Of scalloped oysters, mm. which are oysters from a can. Mm-hmm. And then to me, I, I don't know the recipe, but I would say mostly it's, it's butter and cream. Oh, well, I mean, that would, that usually makes everything good. Yeah. And it's, then she puts, she bakes it in the oven, scalloped oysters. And I think there's like sort of a, a crumbly top, maybe it's, you know, breadcrumbs or whatnot. But scalloped oysters. Um, that sounds delicious. My, now, my mom used to make creamed onions, which oh, as yeah. a child, I thought oh, was disgusting. like an absolute nightmare. Yeah. I probably still would look at it as a nightmare. What about cream spinach? Do you do that? No. Never? Never. But you like cream spinach? Yeah, of course. But it doesn't show up on the menu. No, no. one in your family would do cream spinach. No, no. Uh, my wife also does something called um, skillet corn. Oh, Okay. Which is a pretty, again, I always preface this. It looks pretty easy to me. <laughs> she gets the cast iron skillet, a large cast iron skillet, and it's a couple of bags of frozen corn and the aforementioned butter and cream. Yes. <laughs> and it develops like this thick kind of crust uh, in the in the skillet. Yeah, I bet that's delicious. It is delicious. You know the difference between a three and four star restaurant? Tell me. Butter. <laughs> oh well tomorrow we want to go for the four stars yeah if you right. can't enjoy your butter in the next two days then when can you enjoy it? okay does anybody out there in our listening audience right now what do you what do you want with those side dishes what are you hoping to have i mean i think like a lot of guys like me like i'm talking about scalloped oysters and skillet corn yeah all, all of a sudden my mouth yeah, gets me flush too. right right yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know, I was thinking about scalloped potatoes. My mom I used love, to make like those. I brought that up yesterday. I, yes, I love scalloped potatoes. You never made I've them? I've never made them. What? I've never made them in my whole life. I don't know. I never have. But I love them, and I love my mom's. They were so delicious. Cheesy. Super cheesy. Uh-huh. Talk about an unhealthy meal. Who but cares? Who cares? Thin slices. Thin, thin slices of super, potato. And I right? have a mandolin, you know, to make it make mm-hmm, them very thin. Mm-hmm. But I'm not making those because I've already planned everything. I can't. But do you that can much. make those at some point down the line. Oh uh, yeah. I right. Can. Yeah. And here's the thing: we normally do this on the Wednesday before Thanksgiving, but we decided we wanted to give you a couple days. If you want to add any of these, you know, items, at least you give you a couple days to get to the grocery well, no store. No one's called yet. No one no, person's no. called with a side dish. Hello, we are. Are we what on the air? What is happening? Okay, so so call us. I mean, if you're a guy, especially eight hundred three two zero eight two five five eight hundred three two zero eight two five five. We would love to hear your favorite and or unusual mm-hmm. side dishes. That's right. right. And if you don't call, I'll be honest with you, I'm going to start talking about my side dishes, which I'm fine with. But I'd rather hear yours. Right. Yeah. Uh, 
I don't know, the aforementioned spinach, uh, the cream spinach I love. What about Brussels sprouts? See, I'm, I'm, I'm going to add wife. that this year. I'm adding that this year. Are you? Yep, I am. Uh, my wife does uh, sautéed Brussels sprouts. Okay. Like I she like takes them. the leaves. Yeah. And, and like, I like them roasted. I don't like, I don't like Brussels sprouts, period. It's too bad. Yeah, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna go there. Yeah, I'm excited about it. Uh, I could go without the green bean casserole. Oh no, I like a little be- green bean casserole. It's fine. I mean, that's a pretty much a standard thing. Yeah, I don't. It? I don't really care. But I, if it wasn't there, I wouldn't care. You wouldn't. No. I I, I kind of like it. Okay. Um, I, I'd be happy to have that. All right, so let's take a break. Okay. Um, your calls are welcome. We rarely open the phones. Yeah, exactly. 800-320-8255. What are your side dishes that we should know about that are delicious, yummy, that you look forward to on Thanksgiving Day? 101.5 WORD. Okay, everybody in the car. Where are we going, Daddy? On an adventure. Yeah! Adventures in Odyssey. It's not just a kid's show. It's a show the whole family can enjoy. Listen on this station. Adventures in Odyssey, tonight at 8 on 101.5 Word FM, W-O-R-D. Persecuted Christians in China, they're beaten, jailed, and threatened with death, and they need your help today. This is Bible League International, and just outside of Beijing, 12-year-old Ming became a believer after learning English as a second language through a program from Bible League because the Bible is the source of the reading assignments. Ming would lead her father, Daiku, a Confucianist to Christ, but her bitter atheist mother has turned them in for attending a house church near their home outside of Beijing. Now, we're not sure what's going to happen to these two, but they remain faithful in worship, and they're praying for Bibles because in their church of 200, there's only about three Bibles. Many are known to stay after the service to write down some scriptures just to have something to take into their week. And 50-year-old Katsu, beaten and jailed many times as a pastor, he led his atheist interrogator to Christ. Together, they've seen thousands come to Christ. They need Bibles in China. Join Word FM and Bible League and blessing 5,000 Bibleist persecuted believers at only $5 a Bible. $100 sends 20. Call 800 Yes Word. 800 Yes Word. 800 Yes Word or give at wordfm.com. Are you ready to deepen your faith on a spectacular nine day Mediterranean cruise? Join Alistair Begg in August 2023 to renew your vision, purpose, and connection with Christ as Alistair powerfully unpacks God's Word. Explore the biblical landscapes Paul encountered as he shared the gospel along breathtaking cliffside villages. Simply call 855-565-5519 or visit deeperfaithcruise.com for all the details. Train up a child in the way they should go. Well, you know the rest. It's a calling you take very seriously as a Christian parent. And Trinity Christian School in Forest Hill seeks to honor your commitment by working together with parents to prepare students who are academically sound and spiritually ready to take their place in the world through a classical approach to education that helps build a faith from which they will never depart. Trinity Christian School, one of the top K-12 schools in Allegheny County at trinitychristian.net. Lots of channels, nothing to watch, especially if you're looking outside of big corporate control. It's time to interrupt your regularly scheduled program with something worth watching. The new Salem News Channel. Straightforward, unfiltered, in-depth insight and analysis from the greatest collection of conservative minds all in one place. SNC is home to Dennis Prager, Mike Gallagher, Sebastian Gorka, and more. Watch anytime on any screen, free 24-7. Find what you're looking for at snc.tv. 
Side dishes. Kathy is of the mind that side dishes rule the day oh on gosh, Thanksgiving. It's the reason. It's the reason to go to the table. The turkey gets a lot of, you know, like press. Yeah, it's Forget good. it. I'm I mean, I'm not saying forget it. Like, no, I'm no, cooking no. a turkey, you but it's turkey. not. that's not where my heart is. All right. So the side dishes. So we're asking you your favorite and or unusual side dishes that we should know about. And already, I, like, I should I have had lunch. I'm so hungry. I'm salivating here. And uh, the phone number to call if you want to join us is 800-320-8255. Let's go to the phones and speak with Emily from Claysville. Hey, Em, thanks for joining. Hi, thanks for having me. Pleasure. All right, Emily, talk to us. So uh, I think I cooked the last 20 Thanksgiving, but I'm actually off the hook this year. I'm nice. not cooking. So this nice. is me imagining what we would normally have. Okay, I'm ready for it. <laughs> so my grandmother uh, brought with her from New Jersey the classic um, post-war cul-de-sac recipe of sweet potato souffle. Mm. Oh. So we don't have candy yams. We have sweet potato souffle at our house. And what does that mean? Uh, so it's like mashed sweet potatoes and then with butter and brown sugar and spices. Yep, Bring it. I've had it. Mm-hmm. And baked. And the big controversy is always whether you put marshmallows on or not. Sure. I am of the no marshmallow over. No marshmallows. No, no way. It's too much. Half and half. Yeah. <laughs> what are you, Dairy Queen? Uh, yeah, that's, that's the classic. Um, but the other ones are, so I was hearing your stuffing conversation and so we have stuffing and what we call dressing so if it's not made in the bird we consider it dressing uh-huh. okay um at, because i like crunchy i don't like the the wet oh, okay uh-huh. so we say of the in the bird variety okay dressing. and my husband hates traditional green bean casserole mm-hmm. with a prevailing passion mm. so we do the fancy version mm. Uh, which is a roux-based white sauce oh, yeah, with fancy clothes and then shallots. Oh, yeah, that's very good. There's Lovely. no question about that. Stepping it up. It's that's very, best. very good. Excellent. Very nice. All right, well, Emily, it sounds like you guys do it right. You are, yeah, but so you're off the hook. Who's taking over the reins? Uh, a good friend of ours. My husband's actually deployed this year, so Aye. they offered Thanksgiving for us. Very your nice. husband's deployed. Thank him for his service. Yeah. All right, Emily, and thank you for your service and yes. supporting him. What the heck? Thank you. Very All right, good. great to hear from you, Emily. Uh, happy Thanksgiving to you. All right, 800-320-8255. Talk to us. Side dishes, what we're about. Okay, line two? Yep. All right. Beth and, from uh, Hopewell. Beth. Hey, Beth. Are you with uh, the ride home with uh, myself and Kath? How you doing? Hi. Good. How are you? We good. So Emily took my sweet potato souffle. Uh-huh. Okay. Because you know, she said it's like a World War II classic, right? Like our parents came home from the from WW2 and were like, we're going to the cookbook, Emily Post. Well, we just started having it like, I don't know, when maybe I was a teenager. Oh. Um, so, but we put pecans and brown sugar and flour on the top of it and baked it. Oh, mm-hmm. wait a minute. That kicks it up yeah. seriously, Beth. Pecans. It does. It is. It's like a dessert, mm-hmm. which you have Almost. with the entree. Yes, uh-huh. it's 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 a casserole, but there's ground pecans, and then you mix it with flour, butter, and brown sugar. <laughs> if you crumble it on top and bake the the sweet potatoes, and it's you know delightful. Of course, mm-hmm. it is, Beth. And no marshmallows. <laughs> no, we don't eat. You could have put a marshmallow mar- on no, that. No, no. Forget nope. it. Yeah. You know no. the cows. The cows are working overtime on Thanksgiving. Yeah, the marshmallows. All that butter. Marshmallows for amateurs. That's very good. Okay, is that it, Beth? 
Well, and the the creamed onions they they have made a they have made an appearance at our Thanksgiving dinner. Really? Have they? They're not they're. They're not highly sought after, but they're there. <laughs> I love that. They're not highly sought after. <laughs> they make it My appearance. mom and my uncle were the only ones that ever ate it. Creamed onions. Uh, maybe that's just a generational that's thing, nasty. right? Maybe it's like if you, were, if, yeah. you were, if you were born during the Great Depression, you might like, oh, let's have some creamed that's onions. <laughs> that's how desperate that's we are. It, because my parents would do that, and then I'm pretty sure my, my sister one year, and I'm sure it was from her mom, mm-hmm. and they were from the... That era. Yep. So, mm-hmm. Thanks yeah. for your call, Beth. <laughs> That's Appreciate very good. it. Yeah, help us some shoe leather with your creamed onions, right? 800-320-8255. Side dishes. Very nice. All right, we're going to go to Mike and Butler coming yep. up next, line three. Hey, Mike, you there? Hello. Hi. Okay, so side Hi. dishes for you, Mike. Are you in the kitchen? Are you actually uh, producing? Or are you just like me, being a, a spectator, willing? Uh, it all depends. Usually uh, I'll make something. But uh, my wife and I, we just recently started... Um, Doing butternut squash and rice. What? Uh, Oh! Yeah. Yeah, so it's roasted butternut squash and rice, a lot of butter, Mm -hmm. uh, and sautéed onions, fresh thyme, fresh rosemary. Now, wait a minute. Family loves it. Okay, so the butternut squash and rice are mixed and cooked together? Uh, No, so you roast the butternut squash first, and then then you mix it in uh, after everything's already cooked. Really? So you're oh, so yeah. it is one unit though. You just you Everybody cook them gets separately. Half of butternut. Yes. Oh, I like that. Mm-hmm. Well, I've never yeah, done yeah. that. The, and nice. what did you say? The you have sautéed onion in there. Yeah. Butternut squash and rice. Very good. Mm-hmm. Well, Mike, thank you. Mm-hmm. Of course. That's glorious. Uh, so, have, yeah, talk to have us. You, have you ever heard of uh, perfection salad? <laughs> perfection salad that seems like a lot to aim for. No, Mike. that's good. What, what do you got in the per- perfection salad? Uh, so, perfection salad is lime jello with uh, cabbage, carrots. Oh and- yes, Mike. Yeah. This is like 1966. Oh wait, Mike. Now wait a minute. Okay, now when you combine those things, it gets weird fast. I like it. So my my family actually we lovingly call it a. Uh, Garbage can salad. Garbage can salad. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah. And no one actually likes it, but we have to make it just because it's a tradition. Mm. I love that. Very uh, good. Th- it is a special traditional thing to make something that nobody likes. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. oh, yeah. Very good. That's really good, Mike. Thanks for your call. Nice phone call. Thanks an awful lot. Okay, let's go back to the phones. We're taking we're taking phone calls about side dishes, right? Those famous side dishes, something that shows up. Look on your table, right? Uh, something like unusual. The garbage can salad. That's very good. Okay, uh, line four. Sandy joins us from Butler. Hey, Sam. Thanks for being with us. Thank you for having me. Good Hi. evening. Good evening to you. Talk about your side dishes, Sandy. Well, Beth and Emily beat me to the punch mm. with the yams. The sweet potato Although, souffle again. Well, not not particularly. I make a candied yam dish that is requested every year, but it, the ingredients are very similar. You don't mash the yams, um, never canned yams. They have to be uh, whole potatoes, and then you parboil them and then um, put them into a sauce that you make with real butter mm, and a lot of brown sugar and make a syrup. 
that and thicken it with just a little bit of water and you cook it down until it's pretty thick mm-hmm. and then you pour it over the yams. Really? And do you it's then really do you very, th- then do you put the yams back in the thick. oven with the sauce on them? No. 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 Mm-hmm. Just just pour the sauce over it and put it in a bowl. Yeah. So saying I, I wonder is this the only time that you make this meal? I mean, it shows up on Thanksgiving. It's, Does it show up in March? No, that's never. It. Only Thanksgiving. One and done. I think that's a lot of side dishes. Blow your wad once Special here, appearance, John. right? That's yeah. it <laughs> it's like a guest star. Exactly. <laughs> right. <laughs> Thank you for having me. Thank you, pleasure. Sandy. Very interesting. Very wow. special sauce there. Huh? Okay, let's go back again. 800-320-8255. Your side dishes, something um, special, unusual, something that we've been surprised here several times, have we not, right? We have. All right, uh, let's go back to the phones. This is Kathy with a K from Allegheny. Hey, Kath. Hey. First, first off, you have a beautiful, you have a beautiful name. Second of all, uh, what, what, what shows up on your Thanksgiving table? Beautiful. Listen, I just made this a couple times. Like I've been cooking Thanksgiving dinner for years, and I tried this a couple years ago. And last year, I didn't make it, and everybody was like. So where's the corn pudding? Oh. Oh, I've never, I don't even know what that is. Corn pudding is a can of cream corn, a can of whole kernel corn, of course, some butter, some sugar, some Mm -hmm. sour cream, and a box of Jiffy cornbread mix. Oh, Oh, you're kidding. That sounds good. No. It is wonderful, and it's like a creamy cornbread mm-hmm. kind. It's hard to explain, but it is really good. Mm-hmm. Oh, my uh, gosh. That sounds really delicious. Corn pudding. Yeah, yeah. I don't know the exact measurements, but it's all those things. Yeah, I'd look wow. that up. Very nice. Kathy, so, we salute you for yeah, that. Yeah, we do. Okay, Kath, so then last year, you, you like worked really hard. You made the meal, and then there was disappointment because you left one thing and, out? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's hard. That's what family's for. Man, that's a rough <laughs> situation. What the heck? Thanks, Kath. Happy Thanksgiving to you and yours. Okay, we got time for more phone calls? Uh, we're we're kind of running out of time, but uh, let's carry this over. How about we'll take one more? Yeah, okay. Uh, line two, right? Yeah, we got Bob and Butler. Okay, hey, Bob, you're, you're with us live. How you doing? I'm doing well, and you? We can't complain. Good. We're Ta- good. Talk to us about your Thanksgiving table, Bob. Uh, well, it's it's traditional. It's the sweet potatoes, but it's how they're made. Okay. Um, and uh, the it, they're, they're, Aunt Angie used to make these. Uh, it's Italian, of course. Uh, there's uh, brown sugar, butter, uh, onions, garlic, oh. and the operative spice is oregano. Oh. And... Oh, they're, they're delicious. I look, I look forward to them every year. Okay, now are they baked in the oven, Bob? Uh, no, these are skillet. Oh, skillet! Mm-hmm. Really? Are yeah. they crispy? Uh, yeah, if you cook them long enough, they get crispy. But uh, oh man, they're so good! Wow, skillet really good. sweet potatoes. Very nice. All right. Yeah. Yep. Bob, Bob, I, no I would more, like to... no marshmallows. Thank of goodness, course not, Bob. because that's marshmallows. Because you're a wise person. Crying out loud. Thank nice. you, Bob. Very nice. Happy Thanksgiving. Okay, we'll take a, a quick break. Sure. Uh, we're coming back. Okay. Uh, your phone calls are welcome at 800-320-8255. Talking side dishes. Here's the thread. Butter. <laughs>
So Thanksgiving is Thursday. Friday should be like cardiologist day. <laughs> be back in a few minutes. Thanks for sticking around. This is an important notice to consumers facing $10,000 or more in credit card debt, medical bills, or other unsecured debt. You're not required to pay it all back because there are special programs now in effect that will significantly reduce the amount you will owe if you qualify. This is not bankruptcy or a debt consolidation loan. These programs, which the credit card companies like to keep secret, exist to aid American consumers struggling with overwhelming credit card debt by offering tremendous savings and real debt relief. Accredited Debt Relief has established a special hotline for you to call and learn what savings you qualify for. They've helped qualify consumers with over a billion dollars in debt and are A-plus rated with the Better Business Bureau. So don't wait. Get the relief you need during these hard economic times. For this free information, call the Accredited Debt Relief Hotline now. Call 800-786-2300. 800-786-2300. That's 800-786-2300. I was talking to one of my sisters recently, and she said that she refused to even look at her 401k and her retirement investments because the thought of doing so made her a fidgety, anxious mess. So uh, out of sight, out of mind. I, I get it. And I'm sure you do too. But the good news is we've been here before and hopefully sooner rather than later, we'll hear the strains of happy days are here again. In the interim, the family at United Faith Mortgage wants to remind you that if you're a homeowner, you're sitting on a pile of cash because home values have gone bonkers. And so your home can be a portal into a cash-out refinance, providing you with an immediate source of money to pay off debts, do some home improvements, or just build up your nest egg again. United Faith Mortgage, where the direct lender advantage is everything, saving you lifelong money. United Faith Mortgage. Faith and family matter. United Mortgage Corp. Melbourne, New York. Number 1330. Pennsylvania Department of Banking and Securities. Mortgage Lender License 22672. Maybe you're an elder in a local congregation or a deacon wanting to serve your church more faithfully. Dr. Barry York on the Master of Theological Studies program at RPTS. The wonderful thing about the MTS degree is you can actually do it all online. So they can take the degree online and grow in that theological ability that will allow them to either teach or work more faithfully in their local congregation. Learn more about the MTS degree program and flexible online options at rpts.edu. We are everywhere on your radio at 101.5 WORDFM Pittsburgh at wordfm.com, the Word FM mobile app, iHeart, TuneIn, and Odyssey. New federal guidelines have nearly doubled the number of black Americans eligible for lung cancer screening. Black men are the most likely Americans to die from lung cancer, and black people develop the disease earlier in life than others. Insurance companies are required to cover these tests for those ages 50 to 80 who smoke or used to smoke. If that's you, talk to a doctor about lung cancer screening. For more information and to find a screening center near you, visit the National Lung Cancer Roundtable at nlcrt.org. Clear skies expected tonight, low 27. Brilliant sunshine tomorrow. Ideal weather for one of the busiest travel days of the year, the high 50. Tomorrow night, a star-studded sky, low 28. Thursday, Thanksgiving Day, partly sunny skies, a high 55. Black Friday, if you're headed out to the stores, take an umbrella. It'll be cloudy with a couple of showers. We'll reach a high of 49. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm Drew Shannon. We're talking Thanksgiving, side dishes, Right. 
Kathleen's this is sort of like the the heart of the meal. No, oh, it's it's the heart of my meal. The turkey's featured, but the side dish is really what that's people are why, going that's for. That's why we're showing up. All right, so eight hundred three two zero eight two five five. You want to join in? Something you look forward to for your side dish? Something that may be unusual that we have not. We've heard a couple unusual like garbage things here. can salad, which. Right? And uh, Mike brought to us. All right, why don't you join us here? Uh, Sandy from Bridgeville uh, will be with you in just a minute. But um, uh, this is Kim. Hey, Kim, uh, thanks for joining the show. Uh, you got a side dish for us? I do. Actually, it's been mentioned several times, but mine is a little different the clam, the um, sweet potato casserole. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. It's Tell us. the mashed sweet potatoes, mashed sweet potatoes with crushed pineapple. What? Really? Pineapple, really. And it is, and it is absolutely delicious. Yes. Really. Okay. And then so, the other is the cranberry. Mm-hmm. Well, wait. I need to go back to this for a minute. I need some verification on: is the crushed <laughs> pineapple fresh or is it canned? It's canned. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And you're going to mix all that together, and, and then, then you're going to bake it in the oven. Yes. Mm-hmm. That sounds pretty good. No so marshmallows. It's, it's sweet potatoes, not from a can. No mm. marshmallows. Thank you. Fresh potatoes, mm. crushed pineapple, and then all your seasoning, cinnamon, butter. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd eat that. Yeah. I would eat that. A little that. bit of nip. Very nice. Yeah, I totally would eat I that. like that. It's unusual. Yeah, I, I mean, like So it. everyone's taking sweet potatoes. Kim, yeah, thanks wait, for Wait, wait, Kim call. has another thing, oh, though. You do. Kim, another thing? Get a second. Cranberry casserole. Oh, what is that? That is... It's like an apple crisp with cranberries. So you have your apples and your cranberries and some brown sugar with a little bit of oats in there to thicken it up. Oh, that's nice. And cinnamon. And it's amazing. Oh, wait. And it has like the crumble topping? Yeah. Yes. Mm. And are you serving that for dessert? Nope. It goes right on the table. Of course it is. (laughs) That's everything else. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. All right. That's very Thank nice, you, Kim. Kim. Thank you. Very unusual. A little pineapple and a little cranberry mixed in there. Cranberry casserole. Nice. Yeah, that's good. What? 800-320-8255. I think this is Sandy, right? Hey, Sandy, are you there? Yes. Good. Thanks for yes, hanging I'm in there. Here. We know you've been waiting for a long time. Uh, yeah, what do you got? I'm on, my ride. I'm on my ride home, and I just love you, too. Oh, oh thanks, you're very Sandy. sweet. Thank you. Mine is a... Um, we called it a broccoli souffle, and I introduced it in 1977 when I was first married. And that is the most requested. If I go anywhere, are you bringing the broccoli souffle? Really? And what it is, it's so rich, but it shows up at every Easter, every Thanksgiving, Christmas. It has to be there. It's, it's our tradition. And it's done with mayonnaise, cream of mushroom soup, onion. American cheese. It has to be powdered American cheese. Wait, powdered American cheese? I don't even know what that is. Powdered. Um, you, well, you can't. It's hard to find, but if you don't have it, you can't get that real, real good taste that you want. And um, fresh broccoli, broccoli florets. You, you uh, steam them a little bit, and then you mix all this together, and then you top it with um, crushed Ritz crackers, smothered. With but, butter, <laughs> butter, <laughs> and it's so rich. It is so rich, but everybody loves it, Fabulous. and we look forward to it. And it's um, we love it. Excellent. So there okay. you go. I feel like Sandy wins the award for the like 
has to be the highest fat content yeah, that, of any yeah, recipe yeah. we've talked about so far. Yeah. It's her signature dish. It's I her mean, signature dish. She's Sandy, got mayo. You, she's right? got cream of mushroom yeah. soup in there, butter. <laughs> yeah. Don't Mexican show up without it. Oh, my God, yes. I love it. The month's request. You've been married yeah. since 1977. How many people have you killed yeah. since 1977? <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for the call, Sandy. <laughs> They're in a coma. They're in a coma after that. <laughs> Very okay. good, Sandy. Thank you so much. Happy awesome. Thanksgiving. That's funny All stuff. All right. That was a ton of fun. Excellent. That was a ton of fun. We'll take one more phone call. Oh, yeah. Do we got one? Yeah, okay, good. Yeah. Okay, good. Who do we have? Uh, let me see. I'm sorry here. I'm a little behind here. Uh, let's go to line two. Uh, this is Becky. Becky from the north side. Hey, Beck. You there? I'm here. Hey, yeah, good. Okay, Beck. What about your side dish? What do you got? Well, I wonder. I'm wondering why no one's talking about mashed potatoes. Nobody, mm-hmm. not one person's mm-hmm. brought it up yet. Yeah. Oh my goodness! You cannot have Thanksgiving without mashed potatoes. A hundred percent. Yeah. And you have to do it like I don't know if you guys do it this way, but we always melt the butter and the whole milk in a pan and use that. Kind of pour that in as we're mashing. Oh, really? Right, so to keep you from getting lumpy uh-huh. mashed potatoes. I'm the yes. masher in the family. Are you the masher? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. And do so you, you have no, to? Wait, now here's an important thing, though. Are you boiling your mashed your potatoes or baking them? We boil them. Okay. I've never heard of baking them. Is that? I'm trying thing? it. I'm trying it this year for the first time, Becky. Really. Oh wow! Yeah, I'm trying That's the, interesting. the bake and scoop method. Mm-hmm. I've, I, I'll let you know what it's like. Oh, I don't brave know. New world. It's, it, yeah, it's going to be a, a total experiment. Very nice. Can you explain that? Yeah, like, you're, when, yeah. Explain yeah, the process. So you're supposed to bake. You're supposed to bake the potatoes, and then once they're cooked, then you clean them out. Like you break, the, you cut them in half. Here, I'm going to open it up here. Um, so you're going to bake the potatoes for 50 or 60 minutes, and then while they're still hot, you're going to cut them in half lengthwise, and then you're going to uh-huh. hold a hot potato with your oven mitt. You're going to scoop out all the flesh, and you're going to put it in a standing mixer, and um, then you leave your the flesh in another place. You break the cooked potato down into small pieces. John could show up and be the masher. Thank you. Or you could just beat it on a low speed. Um, then you're going to add cream and half and half and butter to it. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then you're oh going to, you're going to mix all that in. Uh, then you're going to put it in a microwave safe bowl because you could do this a whole day ahead, what? apparently, what? and then show up at somebody's house, put it in the it microwave, heat it up. And apparently it will still be delicious. Interesting. Very Thank nice. you. Uh-huh. Listen, I'm, yes. I'm glad you called with the, uh, the mashed potatoes because uh, you can't had, have Thanksgiving no, without mashed potatoes. Right. You really can't. We also do an awesome garlic bread, too. Oh, oh. what's that about? Another store. Very nice. Well, my mom has done it, and she got the recipe out of an old McCall's cookbook from eons ago. But she kind of did her own thing with it, and you make this butter spread with garlic, Parmesan cheese, butter, um, you soften the butter, mm-hmm. and marjoram seasoning, yep. black pepper, mm-hmm. and you kind of like mix it all together, and it makes a spread, and then you cut the bread so that all four, Italian loaf, yeah. you got to cut it so yeah. that all the sides are Browned up. are available for spreading, and then you, you just spread that stuff on there and cook it in the oven for like... 
15 minutes at 3.50, and it's so good. Thank you, Becky, and thank you to Becky's mom. Indeed. Everybody with the side dishes. We should also talk about prayer. Who's praying, right? Who's praying? Who's praying at Thanksgiving? 101.5 WORD. The Word of God. It's bold. It's direct. It cuts across the grain of popular culture. It illuminates the mind and transforms the soul. Its meaning doesn't change. It applies to everyone, everywhere. Hi, friend. This is John MacArthur encouraging you to find out what the Bible means by what it says. Join me for clear teaching from God's compelling Word every Monday through Friday right here on Grace to You. Tomorrow morning at 7 on 101.5 WORD. With the holidays right around the corner, you may be preparing your home to host family and friends. Make sure that your guests are comfortable and get an excellent night's sleep by furnishing your guest room with a high-quality, hand-built mattress from the original Mattress Factory. You and your guests will be well-rested and ready to focus on what really matters, making memories and enjoying each other's company. Stop by the original Mattress Factory and give your family and friends the gift of a good night's sleep at a factory direct price. OriginalMattress.com Your wallet is taking the heat everywhere, from the gas pump to the grocery store. At the Original Mattress Factory, we know that when you're shopping for a new mattress, your dollar needs to go further. That's why we have been offering a factory direct value on our hand-built mattresses for more than 30 years. We believe you deserve a high-quality mattress at the best possible price. So we've cut out the middleman and sell our mattresses directly to you. When you need your dollar to go further, come to the Original Mattress Factory first. Hi, I'm Katie Farrell. I'm an author, a registered nurse, and a mom and wife to some of the pickiest eaters on the planet. People say that eating healthy is bland and boring, but I'm here to show you a better way with wholesome, simple recipes. Watch Dashing Dish on Cornerstone Television, Tuesdays at 9 p.m. Eat better, feel great with Dashing Dish. Find us on Verizon Fios Channel 505 or Comcast Xfinity Channel 805. Friday, December 2nd, Memorial Park Church presents a free Christmas benefit concert with Nicole Nordman, along with special guest Jason Gray. Your goodwill offering will help support the work of Edunations, a nonprofit committed to educating students in Sierra Leone. Nicole Nordman with Jason Gray, 7 p.m. December 2nd. Get free tickets now at edunations.org slash concert. Hi, this is Joe Cordell with the law firm Cordell & Cordell. When the prospect of divorce becomes a reality, you need a partner that you can count on. If you're a man in this situation, consider contacting Cordell & Cordell. We've helped men navigate complex legal matters for 30 years. Contact Cordell & Cordell to schedule an appointment with one of our firm's Pittsburgh area attorneys, a partner men can count on. Offices in Pittsburgh, Beaver, and Cranberry Township. Joseph Cordell, licensed in Missouri and Illinois only. Online at CordellCordell.com. All right. From side dishes to the Bible League, Michael Woolworth joins us. We've been talking about the Bible League uh, the last couple of weeks or so. Hey, Mike, how you doing? Well, I'm salivating as I've been sitting on hold here. Yes. Me Sandy's, too, man. Sandy's delectable dish there. Mm-hmm. And Kath, what a great service. You're uh, explaining how to do uh, potatoes that will charm everybody that so, are going anyway. to be that are going to be reheatable i'm excited Michael. fabulous yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> i've uh, i've hit the stage of life where i'm screaming get off my lawn but i'm also in an argument with a colleague here at bible league 
Uh, Thanksgiving's next uh, this week. No, no, it's next week. I said no, it's this week. Two days Check away. Check your calendar. Yeah, please. I want to confer with your uh, your better half about that. But anyway, yeah, John Cath, thanks for uh, being uh, so incredibly kind to Bible League. Um, let me bring you up to speed on where we are. We began last Tuesday morning. We said together as Bible League and Word FM, can we send God's word to 5,000 Bibleist persecuted believers? These are uh, men, women, uh, teenagers, some some cases that we know by name all over Asia, Africa, the Middle East and Latin America. The commonality is this. They suffer tremendously because uh, they name the name of Jesus. Uh, they live out their Christian faith uh, without a Bible. Can you hear me OK? Oh, yeah, you sound great. Okay, great. Good to hear. That's their commonality, John and Kath. And we've promised 5,000 of these brothers and sisters that we know by name that we're going to give you a Bible. You'll go into the new year. Um, and Lord willing, uh, you'll be able at uh, Christmas time to read for yourselves the Christmas story for the very, very first time. And so um, last week we began this campaign uh, effectively at zero. Let me tell you where we are today. We've crossed the 3,000 Bible mark. That tells me we're 60% of the way to our goal of 5,000 Bibles. Um, we need to wrap up December 2nd. We've got some time to meet this. We'd love to take a big chunk out of this this week. We know it's the season of giving, a special week. And uh, so let me say thanks, uh, John Cat, to a few that have been uh, getting involved. And I want to share a real quick story of a group that uh, could benefit from your help right now. Let me say thanks to uh, D of Uniontown. Thank you, Scott of West uh, Homestead. We've heard from Don of Amity. Thank you, Greg of Pittsburgh. We've heard from David of Latrobe, a gift of uh, $250. That's 50 Bibles. Steve of Hilliards. Thank you, Connie of Ambridge, Jason of Vanderbilt, and a few others to uh, thank before we uh, end the call here. But uh, John Kath, let me give you a, a quick uh, story uh, from the Middle East, a part of the world that I visited not too long ago. There's a misunderstanding that Christians have access to a lot of money here. And of course, if you're a believer, you're in a very, very small minority. Most people, they, 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 if the statistics are right, you look around, you see nine and a half people out of 10, they follow Islam, uh, Sunni Islam. Some are uh, of, of the other minority um, uh Muslims. But anyway, that's typically the story in the the, the part of the world that I visited there in the Middle East. Uh, but the story is this. Um, Pastor Yusuf one day um, was kidnapped. Um, and uh, when the family could not pay the ransom, uh, they killed the deacon that was with him. Uh, they tortured Pastor Yusuf uh, when the family could not pay the ransom. Again, the misunderstanding is that Christians have access to a lot of money. It simply is not true. Again, the people that I met who named the name of Christ. It's a basic life. It's a table. It's a lamp. It's a chair. Uh, but nevertheless, they deal with this misunderstanding. And so this uh, pastor paid a heavy price. Again, the deacon was killed. They tortured this man, Yusuf. They forced him to carry the remains of this deacon to his grave. I mean, they were after total humiliation, sending the message, uh, you're not welcome here. But I can tell you, as they released him, <clears throat> and he has gone on to continue shepherding the small evangelical church that God has entrusted to him there in the Middle East, um, John Kath, we've seen about 143 people that have come to Christ. They hear about this man's willingness to suffer, and they have come to name the name of Jesus. They, too, are persecuted, but they also live where they simply cannot access the Bible. Enter your listeners. Again, we can say that we began last week at zero. Right now, 3,000 of those 5,000 that we want to bless this year with the Word of God have been taken care of. But right now, that need for 143, we'll round that up to 150, is still unmet. And so I'd love to, uh, this week, <laughs> meet this need at $5 a Bible. Um, what's it for you today? Is it 20 Bibles for $100? Is it 30 at 150 We've had people get involved at $500, $1,000, several at $1,000, 
pray about it, and then make your most uh, generous gift that you can. Help us meet this goal. Again, we're 60% of the way there. We're grateful for every single gift. I've said this earlier. If you're giving to send persecuted believers their very own Bible, you're sacrificing somewhere in your budget. With inflation on the rise, you're giving up, I don't know what it is, a Friday night pizza, a latte here and there. Um, but you're doing something to sacrifice. And John Kath, we're so grateful for that. We'd love to take care of the remaining 2000. We have until December 4th, but love to see as much of this knocked out in this very special week. Fabulous. Michael, it's a very timely message. Of course, with Thanksgiving just two days away and all of our listeners thinking about family gathering around the table to have some good food and the fellowship of each other. Finally, mm. at the end of this COVID thing, we're feeling pretty good about, you know, a life. So yeah, you, you think about America and the blessings that God has given us. And of course, as you so eloquently describe the persecution of believers around the world and their inability to gather and of course, essentially to praise Jesus, to know the God of the universe with that Mm. Bible that has been taken away. So we would encourage all of our listeners right now for all those things, all those blessings that we get to gather here on Thursday for, won't you send those blessings to people who are outside of that realm, who don't know the life that uh, is in Christ. And with that Bible, essentially it opens up the door to a new life in Christ. So we love the Bible League, the mission that they've done for more than eight decades. We're asking you to join us right now at 1-800-YES-WORD. 1-800-YES-WORD, whether it's five dollars for one Bible or $60 for 12 Bibles or $100 for 20 Bibles. And as Michael said, we've been all over the map. People have been so kind and so generous, knowing Mm -hmm. that the comfort and the power that the Bible has given them in their own lives changed their own lives, their families' lives, and then by extension, of course, the community, the nation, the world, and eternity. So if that's you, if you catch that that vision, won't you join us right now at 1-800-YES-WORD, 1-800-YES-WORD, or online at Word wordfm.com as an act of gratitude to the to God and to the Bible and the power that's all inherent in that. Michael, thanks an awful lot. We're moving forward with that goal of 3,000. Let's close that gap and get 2,000 more and make sure that 5,000 Bibles go out. Amen. Yeah. God bless you, John, Kath, and all of your listeners. And to you as well. 1-800-YES-WORD. Please want you join us right now with the Bible League. Of course, you want to know more about it, look online at wordfm.com. But right now, as an act of gratitude, a wonderful time to give. You've all helped build MyPillow and the incredible company it is today. And now Mike Lindell, inventor and CEO of MyPillow, wants to give back to my listeners. It's John Hall. Right now, MyPillow is offering exclusive offers on their bed sheets, their six-piece towel set, and even offering an extended 60-day money-back guarantee. Orders placed now through December 25th will now have an extended money-back guarantee through March 1st. The Giza bed sheets are marked down as low as $29.99. And believe me when I say you'll get a great night's sleep in these. Their six-piece towel set is made with USA cotton, comes with two bath towels, two hand towels, and two washcloths. Typically retails at $89.98, now just $39.98 with promo code WORD. There's a limited supply, so be sure to order now. Call 1-800-391-0954, use the promo code WORD, or go to MyPillow.com. Click on the radio listener square, use promo code WORD. These offers will not last long, so order now with promo code WORD at MyPillow.com for this radio-exclusive offer on all bedsheets. Meet Brad. 
Brad's hard at work, or at least his website is. Ever since he added live chat with Salem Surround, Brad's customers are getting their questions answered 24-7. Website purchases have gone up 35%, and they're over three times more likely to buy from him again. No bots, just real people helping real people. Live chat, one of the easiest, most affordable ways Salem Surround can increase your business while you do other things or nothing at all. Ask us how at surroundpittsburgh.com. There's nothing like hearing the songs you love on local radio with no subscriptions and no monthly fees. But there's a new bill in Congress that could stop the music. If passed, this bill would tax your local radio station simply to play the music you love. Text LOCAL to 52886 and ask Congress to support local radio stations. Help us keep you connected to the music, local news, weather, and traffic that you need each day. This message furnished by the National Association of Broadcasters. You waited all year for offers like this. Black Friday at Levin, you won't want to miss. A triple tax discount and five years to pay. Incredible doorbusters on sale for one day. Black Friday at Levin. This is Tim Seckler inviting you to tune in each and every Saturday morning at 9 a.m. right here on Word FM 101.5 for the Life and Legacy Show, sponsored by my law firm, the Seckler Law Firm. Each week, we'll talk about your family's well-being as it relates to elder law, nursing home stays, estate planning, and keeping your hard-earned savings. And if you miss the Life and Legacy Show, you will find it archived at secklerlawfirm.com. See you Saturday morning at 9 a.m. right here on Word FM 101.5 for the Life and Legacy Show. 101.5 WORDFM Pittsburgh. On your smart speaker by saying, Play the Word Pittsburgh. And on your phone via the Word FM mobile app, iHeart, TuneIn, and Odyssey. Thanks to all of the uh, callers who shared Thanksgiving side dishes with us. I'm sorry that there, I know there were people who wanted to be a part of the program and we just ran out of time. Uh, I want to just highlight a couple things for you, John, that okay. just seem a little incredible looking back on it. Um, I think the first thing would have to be the garbage can salad from Mike. I looked it up online. It's appalling. No, that's been a mainstay. Yeah, but it's appalling. So the, the recipe I saw online was a mixture of unflavored gelatin. Yeah, but that's not sugar, it. sugar and salt, vinegar, lemon juice, yeah. and then adding to that shredded cabbage, mm. carrots, mm. Uh, pimentos, wow. and green olives yeah we had a lot and of that. then you're going to pass that along with a bowl of mayonnaise we've done that as well <laughs> but it, the, the, it has to be li- li- the lime green the lime green jello has to be okay because it pops i mean look at the you're not please tell me you're not putting green olives in with the lime jello we've done that i've done that. my mother it was like a mainstay at our my mother would make that and we'd be like oh man we're living it's high called, the fact that it's called perfection salad mm-hmm. is Deeply ironic. Plus, you know, with the shredded carrots and the mayonnaise that you pass along. Yeah, I hate that. If I ate that once, I'm sure I ate that 500 times. I know I have. Kathy's also uh, recommended the corn pudding. That's interesting. Just the cream corn, the regular corn, the Jiffy corn meal, yeah. or cornbread mix. I'm not a big fan of creamed corn. But no, me mixed neither. with all that other Doesn't thing, that sound pretty good? Yeah, it sounds really good. I think it sounds pretty mm-hmm. good. Um, also, Kim brought up the mashed sweet potatoes with the crushed pineapple. Yeah, that sounds interesting. I've never, mm-hmm, I've never heard of that mm-hmm, before. Mm-hmm. Um, Bob was talking about, or was it Bob who talked about the cranberry casserole? Mm. That's not dessert. No, I think that was Kim. No, I think that was Kim. Too. I she think was, that was Kim. She gave us the pineapple one. Yeah, and it sounded like it should be a dessert, nope. but she didn't care. It's part of the meal. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and then Sandy with that broccoli souffle. Are you kidding yeah, me? Yeah, that's Sandy since 1977. I mean, that's so cool that she got married and that became like her signature dish. Right. Right. And I dig that it. it has butter, mayonnaise, cream of mushrooms. <laughs> Everybody. And it has Ritz crackers that are soaked in butter yep. on it. I mean, I like you, um, um, everybody thinks about turkey, but really Thanksgiving should be sponsored by the American Dairy Association. Yeah, for sure. Because it's all butter. Should be sponsored by Land O'Lakes. Yeah. How about Mike with his butternut squash roasted with oh, rice? Oh, that sounds really mixed good. Mixed with rice. That sounded very good to uh-huh. me. I like that. And everybody seemed to love the sweet potato souffle. Emily Again. brought up the fact that her, and she liked her crunchy dressing. She wanted to make sure I knew that. Um, Beth with her pecans that she added to the top. Don't forget about that. Uh, Sandy loved her candied yams. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Becky with the garlic bread that her mom cut out of the McCall's you. cookbook. Yeah. What? I like Is McCall's gone? The magazine? Oh, yeah. Is it? That and was God, a mainstay in our house. And I think it left when I was in fifth grade. Really? McCall's Ladies Home Journal. It's right? still around, I think, though. I'm not sure. Have a great night. Thanks for being with us. The Ride Home with John and Kathy, a production of Salem Media Group. This is Ed Morrissey of HotAir.com for Town Hall. After the 2020 election, Joe Biden and Democrats mistook a narrow presidential victory. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.